Welcome to reality. In 2022, homes for buyers, especially first-time buyers, are selling 10,000, 20,000, 50, 100, even 200,000 over list price. But that reality is being drastically skewed by the listing prices set stupidly low, well below market value, just so the seller and the seller's realtor can get a bidding war on the home. In real estate, reality is a relative term. So in today's podcast, we're going to put the real back in real estate for 2022. Reality. When we venture into uncharted waters, illusions seem real and reality can be murky and hidden and we trust what our mind wants us to perceive and what our hearts want to believe more than the actual reality of the situation. Bam! Philosophical right out of the gate. What's up my how to buy homies? David Sedoni here back again to drop some knowledge on you so you can get the real real on buying a home. We're not here to sell you like some shyster or even worse, give you information that's going to make you fool yourself. You know what they say about buying a home? Do you? They say it's one of, if not the most emotional purchases in one's life. Top that off with the media, your friends and family, and all the internet haters just loving to tell you horror stories. Drama and cynicism are all the rage these days. You're dank if you're dark. And giving people shade or telling people, this ain't it, chief. Well, that's a lot easier than actually doing the research and thinking before you open up your own pie hole to give someone an opinion. Positive or even worse, responsible opinions and responsible and positive people talking, well, that rarely grabs headlines. So when it comes to gratification, immediate, I think, is even too slow of a word to describe what our society is into these days. Now, I know you think I'm a boomer overreacting. Well, first of all, I ain't no boomer. I'm Gen X. I told you that. Living that 80s and 90s life, baby. Look at it this way. How pissed off are people when the series that they're waiting for and they just can't wait to binge it when it comes out and it's only drops half a season? Or God forbid they tell you that they're only going to air it once a week, not drop it all at once. Yeah, everybody wants everything fast. Having it all, having it now that seems to be the only way that people feel successful these days. And if they can't achieve that, well, then guess what? Bitching and snarking and complaining, it's much more fashionable and fun, right? And that poisons your brain. That's because that gets all the headlines in there. And all you're hearing is that. Because no one's talking to you about the slow, boring, uneventful, accumulative wealth that you can grow over the decades. That that's what home ownership is going to create. And... That's what I'm trying to tell you guys about today. It's just me, an old man, but I do have a millennial cameraman back here. And we're sitting in my sad office trying to tell the world how to be sexy over the long game. And look, if you're not listening to me and you're still letting the haters get in your brain, trust me, I believe it. My cameraman is still dragging his feet on buying his first place, but we're working on it. I'm not saying that this is the best path for everyone, and I sure as dog poop ain't saying it's going to be a quick way for you to move up a tax bracket. What I am saying is that most of you listening to this, you want to do this, and you're probably going to do it anyway at some point in your life, and it's about time you heard the reality of what's happening and how you can do it right. So today's topic of dream-crushing, mind-opening reality checks are, number one, the inventory issue. What is really going on 
There are no homes for sale. Number two, the next topic comes directly from a listener. We recently listened to your most recent podcast. Wow, that's repetitive. Thanks. On the rising market, and it made us nervous. Can we really afford a house that we want with the way the market is going right now? That's the question. Can you really afford the home that you want the way the market's going right now? Well, that will be discussed in topic number two, and your reality spoiler alert is, well, do you want to rent forever? Just saying. And topic number three, it's another question. How do we see homes that are not on open houses so we can beat the market and get in quick? I'll give you guys a quick reality check on that one. Okay, topic number one, inventory. Here's the headlines that you're going to see about inventory. January 2022 saw home selling activity is finally gaining some steam. The market again set new record highs for home sale prices. Buyers, mortgage payments, and the share of home selling within days of hitting the market. Well, the reality is we also at that time saw a new all-time low for the total number of homes for sale. So what's really happening with the inventory? Well, the good news is, especially for you home buyers, is that each week more and more homes are being listed for sale. Now, again, that sounds great, but something from nothing is still just something and it might not be enough something. So let's get real and look at the logic behind this. Why are we seeing more inventory now that we're coming into March? Well, number one, January and February, it's freaking cold and snowy in lots of places. Now that might continue through March, but as it thaws, we expect to see some more. Number two, I don't care what your politics are, or what you think about what's happening with the whole coronavirus and stuff, but there were a lot of people that were still scared of the Optimum Prime Omicronosaurus, and that was hitting big in January, and a lot of people didn't want crowds of people in their homes. Another reason inventory should be going up. Number three, this is not a joke, but this is a real fact that I've seen in sunny Southern California. There are old-timer realtors that told me that when I started in real estate back in 2006, that we'd start to see homes come on the market in January because we don't have snow here. But I swear to God, I see a lot more homes hit the market, not in January, but now after the Super Bowl, since it moved to the first week of February. And sometimes even more after March Madness, less people want to go and move on a big sports weekend. And if they wait till the end of March or April, then they can move and still close on their house right when the kids are getting out of school. It's a timing thing. So what else might be going on that might improve the inventory for you? Well, here's some reality. Keep your chin up because last year, home prices, they went up 19% in just one year. And I've told you guys, that's just stupid. It's usually an average of three to 4% over the year. So that's incredible. Now, why am I telling you that? You're like, thanks, dude. I didn't buy last year. You just totally burst my bubble. Well, no, no, no. Hang on. If you're concerned that there aren't a lot of homes for sale right now and you're getting beat out, well, last year, all those homes, they went up 19% and they were going up the year before that and the year before that. So why does that matter to you? More people have more equity in their home and they may be ready to move some of that equity into a larger home, which means more houses for sale or because of that increase they've got. And now we're in this post pandemic world, maybe they're going to find out that, hey, I can live someplace else. Who out there wants to move to the country? Lots of people are doing it, right? And they're buying a ranch somewhere. Cool. More homes for you. 
Okay, time for more reality. Yes, inventory is going up. And yes, sales are up. But I want to give you both sides of the coin. Listings are still down 49% from early 2020. In the middle of a pandemic, we had all these listings for sale. And now the pandemic seems to be going away and we're down 49%. It makes no sense. I don't understand this at all. The only thing I think that I can share with you guys is this has to go up sometime. So yeah, we're getting more inventory, but the reality is if you're waiting for things to chill out and slow down and so it's not so competitive and you don't wanna do the fight, that's not gonna happen in a couple months. I mean, things will get better with some more inventory, but it's still gonna be crazy competitive. Last month, 58% of the homes that went under contract had an accepted offer within the first two weeks on the market. Two, that's an all-time high. And 45% of the homes that went under contract had an accepted offer within one week, another all-time high. It's a huge percentage. Those numbers are bonkers. I'm telling you, back in the old days, we tell people it's gonna take three to six months to sell your home. Now it's taking three to six days, sometimes three to six hours, ridiculous. So the reality of the market, it's insane. It's unusual, it's different. And yes, we're most likely gonna see some more inventory soon and you should be happy about that. But think back to when you very first thought about buying a home. Think like a year ago, six months ago, when you hadn't read anything, you didn't know anything about the process. All you had was your mind's perception. What if I told you then that when you were ready to go home shopping, the first day that you went out and you found a home that you really liked on the market, there were gonna be five people standing right behind you ready to write offers on that home. What if I told you that? What if I said that's how it's gonna be? You'd be bummed, right? Maybe crushed. Well, I know. I would have said it's okay. I understand this isn't what you anticipated for this big moment in your life. So you'd be asking me all these questions trying to figure out what's going on trying to see if we could find ways to sneak and hack and get in there. Well, here's the reality of it. That would have confused you and made you uncomfortable. In today's market, you're not going to be fighting five. You're going to be fighting 50 people, not just five. I don't care if 10,000 new homes come on the market tomorrow, you're still going to be fighting more than five people. So the reality, it's relative. Yes, inventory is going up, but it's still not going up enough to make things normal. All right, it's not gonna be normal easy. It's just gonna be, I don't know, easier than psychotic. So for the rest of the year, unless something drastic happens, bidding wars are gonna be here to stay. Now I'm getting trolled right now every single time I drop anything on social media. The number one thing that the trolls and the haters love to put in my comment section is, beware. Yeah, like this guy's trying to snow you, man, beware. I get it. Got an entire generations of people getting burned by slimy salespeople. The only thing I'm selling you guys is the reality. You do you, buy it when you wanna buy a home. I'm not saying you have to buy a home, knock yourself out, troll away, beware of me. I'm just telling you that if you want to buy a home someday, this is how. This is the podcast to help you with the reality. The reality is we're anywhere from 400 to 600%. Can you hear that again? 400 to 600% off of the normal number of homes that we need to be in a normal market. So if you are indeed planning on buying a home and you think that you're gonna be waiting for the inventory because that's your best play because you feel like the realtors and me putting up videos and other content that you think that we're pushing you into making a sale, 
I don't care. Do what you want. That's not my jam. I'm just letting you know we are too low for even an enormous amount of homes that pop up on the market. That's still not going to slow down the demand enough to drop the prices before you end up paying rent for years and years and years. You know, I was talking to one of my unicorn realtors today in Salt Lake City. She's a bad I love her and she tells it like it is. She's fun. She's funny. But when she gets down to it, she'll just be like, here's what we got to do, sweetie. She sold a home to a cool couple years back. And of course, they've grown up. Their family's grown up. Now their daughter's ready to buy. And her daughter got approved for $450,000. And then she started talking to my unicorn friend. She said, I don't think I want to pay more than my cushy rent right now. Now, she didn't say cushy rent. I said that. Her rent was 1500 bucks, which is below the national average for a two-bedroom apartment. I think that's a 2100 now. So she said she wanted to keep her monthly payment right there and see if they could see a home for 250 instead of 450 Now, look, I'm not telling people you need to go out and get a home at the top of your approval. You've got to be comfortable. That makes sense. But trying to find a home 200000 off of what might be kind of the normal payment right there or the normal pricing right there because you didn't want a bigger payment. Well, that's where you have to come into some reality. And my unicorn friend gave her the reality of the math. She said, okay, I hear what you're saying, but do you want to be a renter forever? You got to get in the game. So that's what's happening right now. These prices are not going to be going down anytime soon. Supply and demand of everything we just talked about are going to keep that where they are. And by the time that they do begin to flatten or plateau or eventually go down, you'll have been paying rising rents for a long time. Remember, rising, not fixed. And by that time, you might be priced out of the market. You got to get in the game. Do you want to rent forever? That's what my girls told her. Bam. That's a unicorn truth bomb. Of course, like all good unicorn truth bombs, it's backed by math. Get in the game or you could be stuck renting. And hey, trolls and haters, later on in the podcast, I have a story for you and your big beware warnings. I love when they put that in the comments. Beware. This ain't about a sale. I ain't trying to pitch anything to you. It's about helping people plan and get in the game so you don't hear some of the horror stories like I'm going to give you from that story that's coming up later. You got to believe in the process. The best changes in life happen when you go through challenges. If you're waiting for these circumstances to change, to make it easier for you, that only happens when you win the lottery. Reality is shockingly just that, real. Here's some thoughts for you. Reality, the low inventory is scary for first-time homebuyers. Another reality, in 2022, that lack of inventory and fierce competition is going to slay your dreams of how fun and easy this big life event was going to be for you. Another piece of reality, fear and ignorance cause the haters to get louder when they think they will be heard. So you're going to hear many people, including some people that maybe you respected, bring you negative energy to you and your plan. So do me a favor. If they think the crash is coming soon, then you say, cool. All right. Will you do me a favor? I'm going to hold back. I'm not going to do this. So you cover my rent during this waiting time for me while I'm waiting for things to crash and I'll pay you back with all the huge savings that I get when I buy a home because I'm going to buy it for such a discount later because I'm going to wait like you said. Yeah, try that one. Another reality. This is the time when headlines will put fear in your heart and you need practical positivity instead. I heard that phrase from my boy Gary V. 
practical positivity. I'm not blowing sunshine in your keister. I'm freaking telling you this will be hard. (laughs) And the dream that you had of how this was supposed to go and be all fun and fluffy, I'm telling you that's probably going to get shattered. All right? I'm offering practical positivity. And you need to surround yourself with others that feed you the same thing. If you're looking for some practical positivity, listen to the other listener interviews on the podcast. Those guys are awesome. And they will help you realize you can do this. Eliminate the poison. Eliminate anyone who is talking, spewing, preaching, or predicting without a track record behind it to back up what they're saying. Don't listen to anyone who is screaming the sky is falling without facts and data to back up their fear-based opinions. Don't let drama affect your thinking. Negative is poison because I already told you this is going to be hard right now. But for a lot of you, it's going to be the right choice. And the minute the road gets a little bumpy, if you have intaken, ooh, I just made up a new word for all my homies, intaken. So if you have intaken all those unfounded negative thoughts, when the first sign of drama hits, you're going to think, oh, all those people were right. But if you intake facts, data, practical positivity, you're going to hear my voice in your head, and you're going to hear the reality backed by the math. And that will be in the forefront of your brain when the drama hits and help eliminate your fear. Whoa, what the hell just happened? Some of you came here for data and I keep spewing about data and suddenly I gave you a therapy session. Sorry about that, gang. Look, if you did want all the facts and data, don't even start with me. Go back and look at the catalog. I've got so many facts and figures and data. I've researched and regurgitated and hours of listening for my how to buy a homies Seriously, I should be wearing a pocket protector with a compass and a protractor. For those of you who don't know what that means, that's an 80s reference from my teenage years when every movie had a nerd that was a negative stereotype with tape glasses and math supplies in their front pocket of their button-down Oxford shirt. Nerds. Nerds. It used to be a bad thing. So, on a side note, speaking of math supplies, when I was in high school, our mathiest friend one day he noticed that one of our other friends who was wearing shorts that day had one leg particularly skinnier than the other one. So from that day on, he dubbed him the compass. (laughs) Oh, that sucked. Sorry, Rand. But you know, boys in high school, they're insecure and mean. (laughs) It's the reality. Okay. Here's some listener feedback I got. Hey, David, I just want to let you know that I closed on my first home on Friday and I had the most amazing unicorn realtor. I want to let you know how much I learned from your podcast and how it really helped me to get in the mindset of becoming a homeowner rather than a renter. I told everyone I know who's looking to buy about your podcast, thanks for all the work you do. Now, why that shameless plug in the middle of the podcast? I know you're wondering. Well, it's because in our next topic, I might seem like I'm kind of harsh on the listener. Now, I want you all to know that I love you, and sometimes I just have to give you the tough love. I accept your praise, cool, and sometimes... I need to check you or I need to check myself because you know what? Apparently, I didn't get you enough of the information you've been asking for. And that's where we get to topic number two. A listener wrote in, we recently listened to your most recent podcast, again, repetitive, but I forgive them, and it made us nervous. Can we really afford a house that we want the way the market is right now? Okay, well, it depends on what you want. Do you want the perfect house since you are entitled to it like you see in the movies? You worked hard, you saved some money, and you watch HGTV, and you see other people do it. I want that too. Well, 
So if you want the perfect scenario and you're trying to buy in 2022, the answer is no. You're probably not going to get what you want. And like me and my friends, the Rolling Stones, don't say anything. I know they're old. <laughs> Drink. I said old. We say you can't always get what you want. You get what you need. See, the only way that you get what you want is if you want to beat the math. I know that's not fun. I know I'm not saying you know, it's exciting that we're talking about looking at a home and I want this home. No, we're actually talking about beating the math. So if you want to beat the math and you're going to use the home as a vehicle and a vessel to get you to do there, I've laid out in several episodes, especially the 2022 episodes, how to do that. Then you can get a home that can help you beat the math of renting but it's not necessarily maybe the home that you want to die in. And that doesn't mean that you're going to have to move. Maybe you're going to be able to remodel. Maybe you're going to be able to expand. You never know. I had to take my relicensing exam to be a realtor recently. Realtors have to take it every four years. And I was super stoked because they finally added some new material to the test. <laughs> a lot of times they're just giving you the same old junk. So one of the things from the test was this, and I thought it was interesting. The rule of thumb reported by our friends at Motley Fool is that each quarter point swing in an interest rate, that changes the amount a borrower can borrow by about 3%. So a 1% increase Going from 3 to 4%, it might actually change your borrowing power by a whopping 12%. So the real estate test actually helped me in a way to explain something I've been screaming from the mountaintops. If you're afraid that you can't get what you want, if you're sitting around waiting for it and mortgage rates go up, well, now you really can't get what you want. <laughs> There's no time to waste. One of the other things directly from the test, it said this. From a buyer's standpoint, the one silver lining to rising interest rates is that they do sometimes tend to have a downward pressure on pricing and appreciation. So even when interest rates are on the rise, buyers should understand that they could likely be paying less for a home than if interest rates were lower, assuming that we do get that price drop. Most financiers agree that the exact timing of a home purchase is going to have little impact overall. Now, they don't say what that means here, but I'm telling you, that means that if you own a home for seven to 10 years, when exactly you bought it might not have a big impact. And then they say homeowners generally always come out ahead of renters. Okay, now for the other story that I teased earlier to you. I had one listener that emailed me and said, you know what, David, I can't do this. Oh, crushed me, right? Now, she'd been a renter for 20 plus years and she thought she was doing everything right by reducing her debt first, then trying to save 20% before she entertained asking anybody about what she should be doing on her planning to buy a home. Boy, I wish she'd found me sooner because when she asked me for help, the only thing I could do was give her to a unicorn realtor and have them talk to some unicorn lenders and find out what she was approved for right now. Well, needless to say, she was then crushed because she recently shared with me that after talking to the unicorn and finding out what she can afford, now she can't afford much because home prices have gone up and she's not in a position where she can really do anything. She said this to me. She said, I'm not a moneymaker. I'm a financial mess. Now I'm just trying to find a financial advisor to help me build some wealth so that I can eventually buy a home now. 
No luck so far, but I'm hopeful. I'll continue to research what I can on Google and follow Dave Ramsey until I can find someone to better assist me. I no longer listen to your podcast. Like I discussed with you before, I'm not your target demographic. I'm sure that you're really helping your market audience, though. Wow. Okay, so I got that. And I had to be careful because I wanted to let her know, look, hey, I didn't get you in this mess. You just found me right now. (laughs) So I responded to her with this. I said, look, I remember you. I remember the first time you reached out to me and we got you over to a unicorn. And sometimes the answers for today are not what listeners are looking for. Some of you guys actually today, I'm out of my response right now. This is the real me talking to you. Some of you out there might not be ready to buy a home right now. No worries. Let's start your plan. Okay. Anyway, so back to her, I said, Hey, and I totally get that. If you want a referral to another local lender to run the numbers for you so they can help you with a plan, I can ask around and see who in my network knows. And I told her to be clear, my goal is to help people buy a home to help them build wealth with that purchase. I definitely don't claim to be someone to help you build the wealth to buy a home. That's on you guys. Sometimes I'll give you a plan for it, but that's where it's at. So then she responded back to me and she said, maybe my terminology isn't quite right. I definitely would like to buy a home so I could build wealth. But during that process, I've been told that my problem is I don't have enough wealth or money to buy a home. I simply can't afford it. Inflation and rents have been rising and now I can't keep up with the market in my area. It'd be great to know maybe I should consider a longer commute instead of just being told there isn't anything in my area in my price range. Now, this is what gets really interesting. Listen to what she says here. I don't have any money because I followed Dave Ramsey and became debt-free. People don't see my 825 credit score and no debt. They just see my small savings account. Oh, guess what I said to that? So I responded back, hey, look, I did a whole episode on Dave's system and how sometimes it can be detrimental. Not always, but sometimes. A home loan approval for someone like you, someone with great credit and no debt, The thing with a home loan approval is at that point, it's going to be based on your income. If your income is not enough, well, then you could save up about 5% of your total purchase price for the homes that you're looking at. And if the monthly payment on those homes is about 40% of your monthly income, well, then that's what you can afford. Now, the cool thing is she came back to me and she was like, ah, thank you for this. That's the kind of information I needed. I need a, a lender or financial advisor to tell me that clearly. And so now I understand I need to save a lot more, find a second job or probably both, but that gives me the guidance I didn't know before. I'm okay with that. I'm going to move forward. Dave calls it gazelle intensity. It's just exhausting working so hard for so many years to realize that I need to keep working hard for more years because I was working hard towards the wrong goal. So here I had to respond back because she mentioned Dave again and the gazelle intensity, and that can be a great part of it. But I said, look, hey, I know I tried in episode 69 to debunk Dave Ramsey's theory. It costs a lot of people money in the last 10 years in this rising market. Now, here's where I it's a little lesson. I want to make sure you guys realize that if you get into battle right now, listen to what this person said to me. She said, I am definitely one of them. I was raised in a household where money wasn't discussed. I was told to never owe people money. So as an adult, I don't have any debt, but I also don't have any retirement savings or a home. I did the best I could with the knowledge I had at the time. Thank you for those numbers. I'll rest after two or three more years, she said. (laughs) 
I struggle to save enough fast enough to keep up with inflation of the housing market, but at least now I know I have the knowledge. So I responded back to her that things are near the top now in order for the economy to remain sustainable. Eventually, average incomes and housing costs need to be more in balance. So someone like you with good credit, no debt should be able to do well and survive with those options. But the key is going to be working a savings plan for that initial investment. At that point, all I can do is help. But retroactively, I can't go back and work a whole plan. So if you guys are brand new, that's the point. This is happening for you that you can learn and you can figure out what to do for yourself. And then I did get in touch with someone. And as I was writing down this podcast, I actually got this note for her. Something great happened today. The lender that the realtor uses is fantastic. They're unicorns. They're people who advise you on how to improve your finances and get approved for a better mortgage. That's what I need. They said they're going to evaluate my financial situation and provide me with some guidance to get a better mortgage. They're willing to work with me for the long haul. And their website has resources specifically for first-time buyers as well. Thanks. I appreciate your help, and I'll keep you updated. So the reality is wherever you are right now, if you're listening to the naysayers or if you're listening to old-school plans, the reality is that you could be setting yourself up for a longer amount of renting than you actually should do. Now, I'm not telling you to do anything risky or anything crazy. I'm telling you that I've got 20 years of stats and data on this now. The reality is with a better plan in place, a flexible plan instead of Dave Ramsey's one size fits all, just save and don't look up plan. Well, maybe this listener could have bought a home in 2012 when prices were rock bottom with a small down payment. Maybe, don't know. And if not, I bet somewhere along the way from 2012 to 13, 14, 15, 16, she could have bought a home. It's what you don't know that can get you stuck in the renter cycle. So get in the game or you might end up being one of those renters for life. Look, I wish I was taught this in school. I wish I knew this in my 20s and I wish more people would do more than just dig in and work hard and not look around and see what could happen. Research, read, explore your options. Hard work is great and very admirable, but work smarter, not harder. You could still be safe and smart and avoid being trapped by these limited options. So how do you get what you want in this market so you can be secure later on in life? Well, number one, be ready to do a little bit of that compromising. Be ready to be in love with the math. And if you need money to save and you need to do that faster, sell your car, drive a cheaper car, live on 70% of your income. Now, those are options, but they're not super realistic for those of you trying to L-Y-B-L. Is that a thing yet? Live your best life, L-Y-B-L. Everyone is trying to do that or trying to FOMO. A better idea is to realize that you're going to pay your biggest monthly payment every month on shelter. And if you wait to start the process, you could be a 20-year renter with killer credit, no debt, and still be stuck as a renter. Topic number three. How do we see homes that are not on an open house? Can we get appointments? No big reality check here, but I did want to make sure that you guys knew that. The short answer to this is in this market, yeah, don't just try to see houses on your own. You've got to get a unicorn team, someone to make appointments for you, someone to get you in to see the homes. That's the way the market works. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Uh, uh. The 90s are back, right? I'm cool again. (laughs) except for those of you watching this on YouTube, you saw the dance. Not very cool. 
if you go to open houses and you think that you're seeing everything, trust me, you're going to be missing some homes on the market. This crazy market, the sellers can be pretty snotty about how often they want to show their homes. And so they're going to give you little tight periods to see a house. So do this. Be ready and be flexible. Ask your unicorn to set up a time and then jump on it. The average buyer last year ended up taking off over a week. Like they had some reports say eight days that people took off. Some say 13 days that people took off during the entire home buying process. So let's hope those days off are sick paid days because you're going to need some money. Reality check on rushing to see a home. This has to do with this whole thing. I know a lot of people try to rush out there and see a home. And it's worked for me sometimes where I've done that, where I've gone and seen a home real quick and write the offer right there and you get in first. Well, I want you to understand those days of being able to cut in line and try to sneak the property from other people. It's not quite happened as much. A common practice that we're seeing right now is the home goes on the market. It says open houses on Saturday and Sunday, but the buyer is not going to review any offers until Tuesday. So I just want you to understand. And just like a lot of things in real estate, I don't necessarily love this practice, but I tell you about it so you can be ready for when it happens to you. I also threw it in because I'm seeing lots of online companies offering showings with an app. So to any of you out there that are thinking that you're beating the system by using an app to gain entrance to a home because then you don't need no stinking realtor, rad, this podcast is not for you. I hope that you do it. I hope that it goes great. And I've heard her stories all the time about people buying houses on their own and they love it and they think that they save money and God bless them. But I'm here to tell you that in your town, if you shop correctly, you can find a unicorn realtor for free so you do not have to do it by yourself. That's all it is. It's just a game hack. That's how you get the best deal. But if you want to keep shopping solo, go for it. Let me know how that goes. Why am I so harsh? Because the reality, this is the reality episode, right? The reality is if you want to beat the system, the best way is to always work the system, not try to get completely around it. Reality is your realtor. And yes, even the good ones are free. Okay, gang, don't see me as a dream crusher. I'm a truth bomb dropper. Hoping that you see that this non-sexy alternative to renting in 2022 Yeah, it's going to be eating a little humble pie and realizing the universe put you here at this time to buy a home right in the middle of a crazy market. So do what you got to do. Lots of this is going to seem like an oxymoron. One of my favorite words. Things that just don't seem to make sense when they get put together. One of my favorite, favorite oxymoron statements that I make all the time is that American football is a smart man's game. Smart football. Yes, it's simultaneously the most barbaric and cerebral activity ever invented. And if you disagree with me, I dare you. Go play a game of Madden on pro level and on defense. Only play the free safety and don't switch players for every single play through the whole game. Try it. Then you tell me it's not a smart man's game. Okay, where was I? Oh, yeah, buying houses. I didn't waste my 20s playing video games and not paying attention to a mortgage. No, that wasn't me. Somebody else. So if you or your friend or family or loved one that needs a wake-up call, a dose of reality backed by facts and figures and positive vibes, share this podcast right now. You can do it from your phone. Super easy. Just pause it, share, text it to someone. The more people we help, the more we get the word out, the more I can keep doing this podcast and keep answering people's questions. I do that for you right now. Howtobuyahome.com. Just ask. 
Need a unicorn in your hometown? You need a unicorn? Same place, howtobuyahome.com or DM me. I'm on Instagram at David Sedoni. Join the Facebook group at How to Buy a Home. Ask questions, swap stories, talk to other listeners, and be sure to check out the YouTube page. As of right now in March, we're going to be kicking up our YouTube page and all these are going to be on there for you to watch. If you want to see how this scary, scary content gets made, you could see me hunker down in my office. There's tons of free content in there. Please, please check me out on YouTube. See what I look like. Be scared of it. (laughs) And if you get a chance, write me a review. It's the place that everyone finds the podcast and Spotify is doing it now. If you can do a review on Spotify, that would be awesome. Why? Why the dumb falsetto voice? All right. Right after you finish listening, write me a review. Put it on Spotify. And that will help me. And that's a reality. Because the reality is I'm trying to change the industry from the inside out. I'm trying to tell everyone all the rules. I don't think we should fire all these new young agents. I just think you shouldn't use them and they will quit. And they should. Because they're not trained well enough. And if they're not going to be training right with the right person, you're not going to get the expert guidance that you need. So I'm here for you. Me and my scary, ugly mug on YouTube. Hi, everybody. Reality. Yeah, this is reality. If now you click over and you actually watch this on video instead of just me and your ear holes. This is reality. It's like adulting. It's here. It sucks some time. Maybe it's not exactly what you were expecting. (laughs) Kind of like buying the 2022 market. That's cool. With a little guidance, you can make the best of it. And you, you can do this.